Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuchinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everyone, to activespirituality.life with Pamela Cuccinell and Susie Mazzoli. We are here every single week. Have we ever missed a week? Absolutely not. We are here. We are reliable. <laughs> we are dedicated to sharing with you. And um, we hope that um, you find our little program helpful. And if it if it is helpful for you, drop us a note. Say hello. Let us know. Let us know how we are helping you. Okay, so Pam's going to let us know all about week 22, which is Monday the 29th of May starting. And we are in, of course, year 2023, just in case you're in a little time slip. Pam, what's going <laughs> on this week as we go into June, which is by the way, my favourite month of the year. <laughs> I wonder why that is. <laughs> I wonder what's up. <laughs> okay. Another, another one of the precious Gemini people in my life, You're my co-host Susie. So the 29th is Memorial Day in the United States. And I don't know, memory, this whole piece of the memory weave as we're still in the last uh, decan of Neptune and Pisces. It's uh, There's a theme here which is seems to be affecting so many things. The, the sense of actual historic content, uh, what people claim is fake news or real news, um, the uh, the the seeming rise of dementia diseases, which isn't really necessarily a rise even, even, but the reality of people just living longer. As people live longer, of course, uh, certain illnesses start to manifest, and dementia, of course, is one that is screaming and not as easily addressed as putting a stent in the heart or whatever. So I'm talking about this on Memorial Day for a reason, because there's a, there's been a shift. I was talking about Jupiter having gone into Taurus and how that will continue to accelerate people's attachment or need for um, for phys the physical value of things, the physical wealth, real estate, things, um, not transitory things, but certainly we're seeing it in uh, cases such as what's going on with uh, unionization, strikes, dissing unions in the United States. But 
But here's the thing. So this Memorial Day theme that's on the 29th, one of the things that occurs is the moon is void, of course. In the morning, the times I give are Eastern time. So please adjust depending on where you are on the planet. But what's going on with this kind of long morning void, of course, moon is that we are reflecting a lot and mulling and Virgo moon, it's organized, clean up, purge, get things in place for when the shift occurs. And the shift occurs at 10.51 a.m., again, Eastern time, when it enters the sign of Libra. And once this occurs, it's it's a very quick, uh, how to put this, it's a very quick movement because it's in the void, it's moving forward, I'm I mean, it's moving from the void of the Virgo moon, enters Libra, and goes into this period where it's really asking for us to dance with what we value and what we need. And so it's this long, it could even be a self-negotiation. It's not necessarily the negotiation that goes on with something like the writer's strike. It's a negotiation of what do I care most about and what do I need to feel fulfilled? And for some of us, this is going to feel stronger than for others because we're we're born with this kind of <laughs> the push-pull within us. And, you know, we may be running after one thing, but then the other gets shortchanged and vice versa. And really to feel fulfilled, human beings have a a strong, uh, yes, we need to have our, our survival needs met. But then we also emphasize, well, what gives us a sense of being taken care of, nurtured, fulfilled, and This is heightened at this point in time. And it's interesting to me, there was an article recently in the Times, and as they start to define more who Gen Z is, and they haven't even named the Pluto and Capricorn generation that came after the Pluto and Sag generation, which is Gen Z. But... Apparently, the word wholesomeness, and you'd think since I have a Gen Z daughter, I know this, but I don't. Um, I have to read it in the Times. (laughs) So uh, the Gen Z uh, group have a a love of the word wholesomeness, and it's not the like squeaky clean wholesomeness that a boomer might think of, but it's more the word wholesome, W-H-O-L-E. S-O-M-E, the sense of how we feel whole, what makes us feel good inside, helping an old lady across the street. Uh, So the next couple of days are an emphasis on the sense of feeling whole. What pulls us together? How do we unite more than divide? And there's so much divisiveness in the world right now, and it's so emphasized 
And this is, it comes into sharp focus over the next couple of days. And some of us may be encountering it up close and personal, not only within the relationships or work uh, environments in which we move around, but with what goes on in the mirror, sense of self. So I see the next couple of days as being ones where a lot of um, revelation can kind of start to move through and a sense of uh, greater clarity, but it's not easy. And we're in the waxing moon cycle, so we're still building. The full moon happens later in the week. And with the moon in Libra, the emphasis is on talk, negotiate, mitigate, see how the other feels, tease out information, devil's advocate some of us will be. But we're looking for wholeness. That's really what the aim is, whether it'll be achieved in the next couple of days. Well, not necessarily, but greater understanding. Yes, absolutely. So that pretty much covers Monday and Tuesday of this week. And back to the Memorial Day in the United States. Remember what the basis of this holiday is about. Yes, it kicks off the summer in uh, the U.S. and northeast, uh, northern hemisphere part of the world, but it also is about remembering people who gave the ultimate sacrifice for freedom. And we can take that to remind us of so many people who came before us and what they sacrificed. And it's good to remember that, that this life is so precious and is part of why the mandate is to gain clarity, gain a sense of how to get more connected and less divisive, because that is the striving for wholeness. So, Pretty much there we are for Monday and Tuesday, uh, the 31st, Wednesday. The moon moves, as it does every two and a half days, into the sign of Scorpio. But this doesn't happen until 7.45 p.m. on Wednesday evening. So what goes on is that the moon goes void, of course, at 10.53 a.m. on Wednesday, the 31st. And as this is occurring, we, some of us may hit that real crisis of whatever this understanding, emphasis, revelation, the things that I was talking about, about facing perhaps the demon face on or whatever the schism is. And then we, when we're going through the void period, which happens from late morning until that evening time, 7.45, when it enters Scorpio, that's not really the easiest time for a moon to be void in the sign of Libra. Because what goes on is we might be having a lot of conversations that seem like they're going somewhere, 
But the odds are, unless something's touching a personal point in your horoscope, they aren't really going anywhere. So what we're aiming for is we're aiming for discussion, if that's what's on the table, but not a concretization, not an agreement, not a handshake, because the odds of follow through when the moon's void, of course, really, really slim. So yes, you can certainly tease out information, have conversations, um, clear the air, really good for that. Uh, get out all the information you need to get out, but know that the real depth will occur once that moon enters Scorpio. And then we are in for a couple of really, really strong days for making things happen, signing the dotted line. Again, Mercury is now, has been direct. It's moving, cooking along. We are really in more commitment time. Jupiter and Taurus, a lot of, um, lot of grounded follow-through energy. So what happens on Wednesday the 31st in the evening, especially the early evening, is there might be some major headbutting going on. Uh, power struggle, uh, let's say things were talked about and then we hit an impasse. Okay, it's better to know where you stand than not really sure what's in front of you. Again, this can be self-contained. This can be, for some of us, this could be a total inner battle. Uh, for others, it's right in front of us, the person in the room, the person who's not um, not bending, uh, a sense that the money isn't coming in, whatever the frustration or the, the, the feeling of powerlessness is, my advice is to breathe into it, to give yourself some space from it. Because when we feel as though we're totally blocked and in a box, it's really important to find a way to get some air. And yes, I mean, if if there's actual physical constraints that we're dealing with, how do we lighten the load, lessen up, give, a, give us a sense of potential or possibilities? Uh, I get a vision or a thought of um, someone who's, literally in a space that they cannot leave. Uh, maybe it's not necessarily a self-imposed exile, but maybe it's a health reason. Maybe there's, there's money issues, things that just don't allow a place out. And this is a great evening to basically look at that, face it, and then just take a segue, a step away. It might be, all right, you know, I am feeling trapped. I see no way out. And so I'm putting up a picture of a, a, 
a sky with an endless vista or I'm turning this over to a higher power to even if I don't believe in higher powers, I'm just shrugging my shoulders and throwing my arms up in the air and saying, okay, I cannot do it alone. I admit it. I cannot. And once we hit that point, and I'm not saying we're all going to feel that this evening, but I felt it. And I'm looking at this (laughs) picture in the sky. And for some of us, it may be very personal. And so if that's what you're feeling, yeah, yeah, turn it over. Turn it over to infinite possibilities. Allow in space. Get out of the way of the ego self that thinks that everything is determined by sheer force of will or your brilliant brain. No, no, sorry, not true. (laughs) So once we let in that possibility of something bigger than us that's when that is absolutely when the magic can happen so once you're out of your way with it enjoy your evening do things that are restorative absolutely excellent to do the night of the 31st bathe exercise eat eat, uh, good foods, rest, sleep, uh, get hugs, uh, be with people who let you feel very safe and totally who you are, or be alone with the quiet and love of your own essence. The next day, June 1st. The moon is still in that sign of Scorpio. And in the morning, there's anger, frustration, a sense of push-pull that's going on. Uh, I would say don't engage, release. If you feel this furnace within you, absolutely wonderful to do exercise you're used to and comfortable. You want to move that chi to a place where it can be absolutely vital and productive. Because once we get into, oof, we're going into 8.15-ish on um, June 1st, Eastern time, then we are cooking, we are moving, we are high flying. And the high flight is really soaring for those who also look have this laser focus to look deep into the underground at whatever may be coming up that gives us the ability to work both worlds if you will a kind of psychopomp energy where we're um, we're able to be in uh, going for exuberant expectations while also being totally crystal clear clear aware of uh, anything that might trip us up be in the way or things we just have to know about so and an excellent day as is the second uh, i wouldn't waste my time with anything that wasn't 
uh, or anyone that wasn't into the deep dive, let's, uh, let's make it all happen. Because when you can really cook and use your energy in its most effective way, why be with amateurs? Be with the people who are really running in the directions you're running or not getting in your way. Because it's, and it doesn't matter what the task or, or project or goal is, it can be. As I said earlier, just within the self, it can be something that is a team of people working to complete or or get a pitch on the table. It can be so many things that are a community farm that is uh, looking for space. I mean, so many things. Appeals for funding. With Jupiter and Taurus, it's not that the money stops. What happens is people are or investors are looking for things that are more show me what the absolute results are going to be. I need to know that this is going to fly and is not a experiment. So things that have a lot of research and basis for why they're going to succeed are the things that are going to be compelling and interesting to those who invest or are interested in, yeah, this is where I want to put my finance, my heart, my, my dreams. Very powerful energy also happens Friday uh, oh my goodness, it's pretty much most of the day, most of the work day. And that's why very creative energy, very visionary energy. And that's why, again, you want to make this day uh, not a day when you're waiting online at the Department of Motor Vehicles. I know I just that a lot. <laughs> it's just <laughs> to me, this, this, picture of where most people do not want to be spending hours of their time so this is just wherever you are even if nothing's happening then go somewhere where you know you're going to be uh, inspired or refreshed so the moon goes void of course at 8 51 p.m and then it enters Sagittarius, but not until 1.03 a.m. Saturday the 3rd. So this evening time of Friday, um, recharging people you trust, uh, deep work, deep sleep, really a very restorative night. Once the moon enters Sag, if we're still up, then we get jazzed. It's, it's different energy. It's fire. It's mutable. It's dancing. It wants to, and, and it's going towards that full moon, which happens at 11.42 p.m. on Saturday the 3rd. Should be an absolutely beautiful full moon. This weekend and full moon in general, 
is one that really highlights the vision. The, the piece about this to be aware of, the caveat, if you will, is that the vision will do better if it's realistic. However, I'm not saying don't have unrealistic visions because that can be inspiring, enticing, lovely. But watch yourself about in unrealistic visions in thinking, oh, let's partner on this when clearly the person who you're engaging to be the partner does not have the ability to follow through and show up. Um, you, you, you want to dance with the vision, whatever that expectation is, but do not necessarily put the energy in something that's unrealistic at this point in time. It's great to feel that fullness that sense of community engagement, but you you want to be aware that it's a lot of what seems like it may come to pass at this beautiful, glamorous full moon with so much um, excitement. When the moonlight ebbs, and the clear day comes in, we want the people, the situations, the dreams, the goals that can go the distance. Nonetheless, it can be a delightfully fun weekend. And I suggest we all enjoy it. And especially be outdoors. And now I turn it over to Susie. Yes, yes, absolutely. Be outside, be in nature. And when we are outside, it's so important too to always express gratitude to nature, to everything that's out there. And let's build that into our meditation as well today. So I invite everyone to take a full, nice, deep breath. And arrive, arrive. And we're going to imagine now that we are inside a giant web, like a giant spider's web. But this web, we know it from Hinduism, we know it from Buddhism. It's an old traditional story the giant, magnificent, jeweled web of Indra. Indra, one of the, the devas, the great devas. And this giant, giant net expands infinitely in all directions. Experience this expanse where there is no limitation at all. And this giant net reaching out in all directions, intricate, glistening. And in all of the places at each node, at each crossing point 
of the net, there hangs a single jewel, a beautiful sparkling jewel. And just as this net, Indra's net, is infinite in all directions, so too are these sparkling jewels supported by the net. You might see them in your imagination as stars, as diamonds. And just try to keep holding that beautiful vision in your mind of this infinite net bejeweled. And then I invite you to come in closer and just come really close up to one of those jewels in the net. And you will see as you look closely at that gemstone, it has like a highly polished surface. But as you get closer and closer, you see that it's almost like a mirror and it's reflecting all of the other stones. It's reflecting all of the other jewels. And then you see that all of the jewels are reflecting all of the other jewels, just like when we have mirrors facing each other and they reflect their image infinitum. As you see this going in close and then again coming out further away, and having again a view of the net. I invite you now to see that you, that you are one of these sparkling jewels in Indra's net. And around you, connected by the net, are the other jewels, and each jewel is a person. Each jewel around you is another person. You are intimately connected to every other person in this infinite universe. And as this jewel, as this node of the web, you have this independent place within the net and each one of us reflects each other. Each one of us influences each other. And if you move, if you produce a change, whether it's a very small or very grand gesture, 
it too affects everything around you. Every single node, every single jewel, every single part of the net is affected. And even though we could say that these infinite reflections speak to the illusory nature of appearances, as appearances are really not in fact reality, but just a reflection. But the true nature of a thing is not to be captured just in its appearance. Appearance is very, very powerful. We judge on appearance. We make very, very strong decisions based on appearance. But appearance is a reflection of what is real. Just as when we are looking at a spider web, look now at this web of Indra reaching infinitely in all directions, full of beings, full of sentient beings, making decisions, moving around, making influence on themselves and on their environments, which ripple out to all beings everywhere. Every thought, every movement, every action, every part of us reflected out into the universe. So every simple act of kindness will send beneficial ripples throughout our infinite universe, touching every single jewel, touching every single being in existence. Our acts of compassion, our acts of gratitude, reaching out into the infinite universe. So as we step out of our buildings, as we step out of our offices, of our homes, as we step into nature, into the forests, into the deserts, into the beaches, into the oceans, let us express gratitude, saying thank you to the devas, Thank you to the Nagas. Thank you to the earth guardians, to the beings, to the consciousnesses that are in our trees and in our rocks and in our air and in our waters. Let us express gratitude and thanks and vow to be stewards of this earth 
to look after our earth, to care for our earth, for our home, to care diligently for all beings everywhere, knowing that our individual jewel reaches out and touches everything everywhere, not just our little community, not just our little family, not just our little circle, but allow us to expand all of our thoughts in all directions for all beings everywhere. Taking a large, beautiful, healthy breath in. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being with us, everybody. Have a wonderful week and love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.